Welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule, where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and learn more about how to have a happy home, family, and healthy relationships. Well, good evening and welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule. Tonight we have a wonderful show planned for you. We want to wish everyone out there a happy Father's Day. Tonight we're going to be continuing with our series in the first half of our program. We've been talking about summer safety, and tonight we're going to be talking about summer safety part two, Home Alone. And we're also going to have a 30-minute program at the end of our program, which is a story about Father's Day with the dinosaur train. So I hope you can gather the kids around from uh, 6.30 to 7. We'll have a wonderful story that you can listen to with the kids about Father's Day on the dinosaur train. If you would like to have input on tonight's program and you haven't already written in, you can text us at 325-428-6145. And if you're listening tonight and you would like to interact with our Facebook page, just go to At Home with Debbie Rule. We are happy to hear and share with our listeners your thoughts, stories, and testimonies over the next hour that we spend together. Every week I share these statements of how important I believe the home is. I believe every home should be filled with family, friends, food, music, love, and celebration. But most of all, it should be a place to gather, to be cozy, to feel safe, and the peace of God. I feel honored to have those around me year-round, and I love to say, I'm at home with family and friends. Stay tuned for Thoughts from Home. At Home with Debbie Rule, your talk show about home, family, and relationships. We'll be back. Everybody wants to be in love, have great kids, and the perfect home, but nobody wants to talk about how to get there. At Home with Debbie Rule is a safe place to get advice on how to fight fair or call 911, in-laws or outlaws. Who the heck are these kids and what do I do with them? Let's face it, modern family isn't all fairy tales. Because there are a few places that really explore the reality of relationships, the good, the bad, and the ugly, At Home with Debbie Rule is a place where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and testimonies. I'm Debbie Rule. Join me every Sunday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. for At Home with Debbie Rule, a talk show about home, family, and relationships. At Home with Debbie Rule, right here on 95.3 FM and knelradio.com. Follow us at Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. I look forward to seeing you this weekend, Sunday at 6 o'clock p.m. at Home with Debbie Rule. The Haven Family Shelter is a domestic violence and sexual assault shelter that serves men, women, and children who are victims of domestic violence and sexual assault in Mason, Menard, McCullough, Kimball, Concho, and surrounding counties. The Haven is dedicated to ending domestic violence and sexual assault. The Haven offers services such as 24-hour crisis intervention and hotline, 24-hour accompaniment to medical and law enforcement, legal advocacy, individual counseling. The Haven is active in public education, prevention, and community awareness. Support your local domestic violence and sexual assault programs. Speak up about the abuse. Educate yourself and others. Help a friend that is being abused. Set an example. For more information on how you can help, call the Haven at 325-597-7644. Together, we can end domestic violence and sexual assault. Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule. This is Thoughts from Home. 
School is out for the summer, and for many parents, it's time to think about what their kids will be doing to occupy their time. For some, summer break may mean weeks spent at day camps or sleepaway camps, while others may be asking when it's okay for kids to stay home alone while their parents are at work. The idea of letting kids stay alone for an entire day may sound unthinkable to some parents, but for so many it's a common practice, especially as their children grow older and when it comes to knowing whether or not to leave your kids at home alone in the summer. It's important for parents to know if their children are mature enough and establish safety protocols in cases of an emergency or an unexpected situation. So can kids stay at home alone during the summer? Well, there's no one or right, no right or wrong answer when it comes to deciding what age kids are okay, with the exception of a few factors that should be considered. In different states, there are different ages where a child is legally able to stay home. This depends on the maturity of the child as well, the number of children who will be left at home, the length of time a child will be on their own, and, again, the state the family lives in. Some states have a minimum age for children to legally be left alone, so it's always important to check with your state's laws. In a more general sense, parents can think about leaving a child alone for short trips to the market somewhere between the ages of 11 and 13. As a child grows older and becomes more comfortable and competent about being on their own, parents can extend that amount of time they are away from home, whether that's for a few hours or for an entire day. Signs your child is mature enough to stay at home alone? Well, let's look first and foremost. It's important to gauge your child's comfort level with staying at home alone. While some children might be all for it, hooray, no parents, others might experience some anxiety. The most important sign that the child is ready to be left alone is the child expresses comfort with the idea. If your child is afraid or extremely nervous, it may not be the right time to leave your child alone. The next factor to consider is maturity level. Some children mature faster than others, which could lend to their potentially being able to stay home alone at an earlier age. However, that isn't always the case. Sometimes leaving multiple kids with a range in age can lead to chaos. Fights would be inevitable, and maybe you can get text at work saying, Tommy's scratching my head and teasing me about my hair, and Mom, Susie is making fun of my drawing and saying it isn't good. This puts parents in a position referring, refereeing from a phone while working. They did not have the skills to self-regulate and avoid or solve confrontation. So we need to remember that it's a stressful nightmare for all who are involved. By the time you get home, everyone has been stressed up and mad at each other and set up for unpleasant evening after an already unpleasant day. Maybe reflecting on these questions before deciding whether or not your child is old enough to stay at home would be a good idea. Is your child able to take care of their basic needs with confidence? Does your child have a good grasp on what to do in a variety of emergencies? Will your child be able to call 911 confidently? And does your child feel comfortable asking for help when they're having trouble? Generally, does your child make good decisions? Well, what should be the rules when the kids are home alone? What's okay and what's not? What's not going to be okay when you're home alone will vary from family to family. But here are a few you might consider. There should be no use of the stove or oven unless you're taking older, talking about older teens or older kids. Children should also be instructed that no one else is allowed over 
to the home unless they have been pre-approved. You don't want children just opening the door to let someone in. Parents may want to establish rules from the amount of time on the screens in which devices are permissible to use when a parent is out. And don't answer the door for anyone at all. Keep your phone near at all times and be nice to your brother and sister. And call us if there's any issues. How many of you have said that before? Well, what can kids do when they're home alone? And a highly unlikely that children will want to do homework or clean the house when they're home alone. So to expect that, that can be a recipe for disaster. Instead, parents plan activities, movies, games, and food that will make it fun for children to be on their own. If it goes well, children will be excited to be left on their own and gain a little sense of independence and build their confidence. So make a schedule for your kids to keep them from getting bored while at home alone. Every now and then make a full schedule for them to follow because structure is important. Once their minds decide that they are bored, everything goes downhill. Make itineraries for the list, specifically what's for breakfast, lunch, and dinner on any given day in addition to activities to do throughout the day. On that schedule, some of the activities listed could be just fun games, art projects, or maybe just giving them some uh, silly string and saying play outside, maybe a scavenger hunt or makeovers or making slime. It just depends on how adventurous you really are as a parent and how much you really think they can handle being home alone to do those projects. I'm a huge advocate of the summer reading program, so kiddos need to spend at least 30 minutes a day reading before they have any device or TV. Other than reading, there wasn't much structure, but they enjoy playing games, puzzles, and playing together. So what are you to do with children that need to stay at home alone or... Maybe they do want to stay. Maybe they don't want to stay. Summer's a time to play. So let's take a look at it and say, are you ready to stay home alone? If you are, there comes responsibility with it. This has been Thoughts from Home. Stay with us for more of At Home with Debbie Rule. We'll be right back. Are you facing a crisis or has something unexpected happened to you? Maybe your home and relationships have been harmed by divorce, or do you have marriage, parenting, or blended family issues, career choices, financial issues, addiction, or just plain old I need to know how to do life better to avoid making so many bad choices? At Home Success Coaching is a great place to start. If you need someone to listen, someone to talk, to process your feelings, insight, or advice on how to have a better life, At Home Success Coaching can help you out of a crisis or just help you stay on the right path and reach the the goal of having the very best home, family, and relationships possible. At Home Success Coaching is a nonprofit organization and there is no charge for our services or programs that are offered. Visit at homesuccesscoaching.com. That's at homesuccesscoaching.com, helping one home at a time. New in 2022. Have you or someone you've known been dealing with hurts, habits, or hang-ups? Are you looking for a place where others understand and admit that we all need a better way to live life? Heart of Texas Celebrate Recovery is a Christ-centered 12-step recovery program designed to help deal with past hurts, unhealthy habits, and hang-ups that keep us from successful living. Celebrate Recovery is not just for those dealing with addictions to drugs and alcohol. Celebrate Recovery is much more anger issues, insecurities, codependency, abuse, fear, anxiety, divorce. Celebrate Recovery helps us all find freedom, support, healing, peace, and new life. 
Heart of Texas Celebrate Recovery meets Thursdays at 6 o'clock p.m. at the Heart of Texas Event Center located at 804 San Angelo Highway. We look forward to you joining us this Thursday at 6 o'clock. What is in your future is so much better than what's in your past. The time is now to come and celebrate with us. Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule, where tonight we are talking about family summer safety. And tonight is part two, Home Alone. Should those kids be left alone or should they be supervised? Well, that's a big question that parents have to ask themselves once they decide that their kids are at an age where legally they can stay at home. But do they really have the maturity level? Are they prepared? And what will they do if there's an emergency or a situation where they need you? And what are the parameters around the things that they can do and the things that they can't do? And what do you do when they text you all day long fighting with one another? Well, you might just want to pull your hair out, so you might decide that a different plan is better. Or you might just want to teach them a little responsibility and put some rules down. And enjoying me tonight on the program is my wonderful husband, Rudy Rule. Yes. Hi, Debbie. Good Happy evening, Father's Rudy. Day. Happy Father's Day to you, honey. You. I am so glad you're here with me tonight, spending your Father's Day evening. We're going to close the program tonight at uh, 6.30 with a special story for dads to gather their kiddos around or grandkids around and listen to the dinosaur train. A Father's Day tale. So we're excited about that. Our grandkids love the dinosaur train. And so if you haven't ever listened, you might enjoy listening tonight. Well, back to our topic, uh, talking about leaving your child home alone. What are your thoughts, Mr. Rule? Well, you know, uh, I'm wearing World's Best Dad t-shirt, so I've got that going for me. And what better person to ask this question (laughs) <laughs> than someone that's raised some kids and left them at home alone? Yes. Uh, yeah, you might want to look at what could possibly go wrong if you're doing that. Uh, there's so many potential outcomes. You really need to weigh it, and it's an individual situation with mm-hmm. every case. Is that child mature enough? How far away are you going to be? Mm-hmm. You know, some years ago, a couple in Chicago were arrested when they got back from an eight-day vacation. They had left their kids home alone. So that's not a good idea. Right. Can you go out to dinner? Can you have two hours just adult time? You can do things like that, and you can enjoy that, and children will enjoy the break. Mm-hmm. And while you were talking, I was thinking, you know, with modern technology, there's nanny cams and you can tell your kids we're going to keep an eye on you that's right we're going to let you stay at home but you better stay in the living room where the nanny cam can see you that's right so it just depends on your relationship you know if Mm -hmm. children have a lot of hidden Mm -hmm. things like you don't monitor their internet usage their screen time their friends their different accounts they have then you're asking for trouble but if you're Mm -hmm monitoring all of those things, you know whether that child can be left home alone. Right. 
And um, if you're planning on leaving your child at home alone while you work during the day, it's best if the child has not been left alone before for you to maybe do some trial runs. Uh, like you said, go out to dinner, go to the store for a little while, see how they do. Um, security cameras are awesome nowadays. You know, we have video surveillance cameras that we can have on the inside of the home, on the outside of the home. There's some that come right to your app so you see who's at your door, who's in your backyard who's in your front yard, uh, what are the kids doing. You know, you can tap in and talk to them and say, hey, I see what you're doing. You know, you better straighten up. You know, it's, uh, it's a world of technology that we live in, which is good and bad. And in this situation, when we're monitoring our children, it can be a good thing. Uh, so I encourage you to check into that if that's something that you can afford and put up and and uh, monitor your children that way. As long as they know they're being monitored, a lot of times that will help them make better decisions just because they know I'm being watched. Um, but you don't want to hover so much and not give them any independence or have any confidence in them. So, you know, maybe not in every room do you want to have the cam or the bathroom or everywhere, but, you know, just in the general living area where they're probably going to have some chaos or fighting if that is something that your kids have a tendency to do. But, um, you know, it's it's a fine balance between giving them confidence uh, helping them build confidence and uh, letting them feel comfortable being at home alone, leaving them home alone, and, you know, them being responsible. And that is age appropriate, but also, like you said, maturity appropriate. maturity, and what, what have they been doing so far? You know, you could have a 14-year-old, but maybe they've been getting into some trouble. Maybe they've been running out, you know, running around with some kids that you'd rather not have over at your house. So for sure you're going to say, you know, nobody's allowed here when I'm not home. And that's usually just a good rule because when you got your house full of a lot of kids and you're not there, trouble And don't let your kids go to someone else's house if the parents aren't there. We always yes. checked with parents whenever the kids put together some kind of get-together yeah. Are the parents going to be there? Oh, yeah. yeah. Come to find out the parents didn't know anything about That's it. They were going to be gone. Yeah. And, and especially may... spending the night if they're older yes. teenagers, you know. Uh, where are the parents? They're gone for the weekend. Oh, you're not spending the night. You Sorry about that, dude. Very good point <laughs> about uh, children needing parameters and boundaries. Mm-hmm. Re- out, other than what they may tell you, children really enjoy having parameters and boundaries absolutely and we really protected our kids we had these conversations with them and said look you can always use us as the excuse Mm -hmm. you don't want to go to a party that's cool all the cool people are going to be at and you know what's going to be going on there just tell them your parents won't let you yep let us be the bad guy we will step in for you and say no and you know we were pretty uh giving with the kids we'd let them go and do stuff because they showed a lot of maturity Mm -hmm. and sometimes there were situations they didn't want to be involved in Mm -hmm. and they said say no and we said no yeah and we were always the house that had all the kids at it because i chose to stay home with my kids instead of work a whole lot outside of uh 
the house. I did uh, volunteer. I did work some. But uh, most generally, if my kids uh, were left home alone, they did not know when mom was going to pop back in that door and when she wasn't. I wasn't, you know, structured to a eight to five where they knew when I was coming in at 505 to hurry up and get everything cleaned up or, you know, stop doing what you're doing because you're going to get in trouble. They never knew. Um, it was I was out and then I could be back in 30 minutes. I could be back in five minutes because I forgot something. You know, they just didn't ever know. And so, therefore, they had to always be ready for mom to walk through the door. Um but, you know, there's things that you can do if you haven't ever left your kids before, uh, left them alone, and they're a little bit younger, you know, maybe 11, 12, uh, and you're going to try this summer to leave them a little bit. Uh, do a practice run. You know, leave them at home alone and maybe not really leave them, but talk about, you know, if this situation happened, how would you handle it? And let them explain to you, because when you start putting that into words and you start saying, if this happens, this is what you need to do, they might not be able to answer that question when you ask that. You know, if if um, the microwave catches on fire, you know, what are you going to do? Our kid got the microwave on fire. Um, you know, it's like, what are you going to do? And, and they need to have safety parameters. They need to know what's the go-to thing that they're going to do first. And so you talk about those things, you know, when and how to call 911. Um, what is our address? You know, <laughs> be sure that they what know that. What is your name? What is your name? Where are your parents? What is your parents' phone number? You know, some you're laughing, but I'm telling you, if I don't have my phone with me, I don't have anybody's number. Not anymore. Because their number is a name right. in my phone, and I click it when I need to text or when I need to call, but sometimes numbers that are right off the top of my head, I don't have them. So you need to make a list. You need to write those things down. So if your child has a situation and they need to call for help or they need to know what to do uh, in a situation, they have the information that they need, write it hand, put it on the refrigerator, or put it in a central location where they know they can find it if an emergency happens and they know what to do. Uh, there's nothing like having an unexpected situation happen and not be prepared for it. No adults want that to happen, and we certainly should not set up our children for failure with that happening. And just take this attitude. Anything that can go wrong will go wrong. So you're not going to be overprepared. Yeah. Um, so, you know, how do you handle those things? How do you operate the microwave? A lot of things go right into the microwave. Some uh, things, you know, they're going to want to cook on the stove. Maybe not uh, a good idea. Maybe you don't want them turning on the stove or the oven. You know, what appliances are you going to allow them to use? What devices are they allowed to use? This is how you use them. Um, this is what you do if there's a problem. You know, just talking through these things, you know, something that you don't think about is severe weather. You know, maybe there would be severe weather that could occur while you're gone. What do you tell your child? The sirens start going off. Do they know what to do? Do they know where to go? Are they going to run out looking, you know, run out of the house looking for you when they really need to be taking shelter in the home? Have you done these things with your family as a uh, severe weather drill together? And do they know what to do if they're home alone? Uh, you can communicate through technology, but sometimes technology goes down. 
Sometimes we lose electricity and we lose services. Um, children need to know what to do in those situations because those are situations that will bring a lot of anxiety and they will also cause that child to just panic. When we don't know what to do beforehand, we panic and they may be able to figure it out and you may say, oh, well, my kid's smart enough. They can operate anything, you know, better than I can, but they don't have the maturity level to handle the panic part like you do as an adult. So don't set them up for failure. Give them the answers that they need. Put put it down in writing, but also go through some role playing and do some things um, before you leave them at home so they know exactly what to do what's expected of them. So if they do get scared or they do panic a little, they know how to handle it. They can push through it and be successful and everyone can stay safe. You know, the main thing is safety here that we're talking about. And um, just anything can happen when you're home alone and especially when your children are home alone. So you need to think about that. Very good words. You know, it's a good experience for children to uh, dabble in a little bit of mature activity, mature mm-hmm where they show their maturity and that they can be responsible and that they can be trusted. It builds their confidence. Uh, Go forward with that at a proper pace. Mm -hmm. And another good idea is to set ground rules. You know, like we talked about, um, what are your ground rules about having a friend or friends over while you're not there? Maybe a friend spent the night and you're having them go home first thing in the morning before you leave for work. Uh, Maybe you've said, okay, they've spent the night and they can stay throughout the day or they have to leave at lunch because you've got chores to do or, you know, things that you've got to do. Um, Whatever it is, write it down. Don't tell your child five or ten things and then expect them to remember throughout the day what you said when they were half asleep and you were running out the door. You know, that is not fair to them. So write it down um, and uh, text it to them so they've got it right there on their phone and they can look at it. You know, this is what mom expects me to have done by the time she gets home. These are the responsibilities that I have. These are the ground rules. You know, no kids over. TV time and the types of shows they're allowed to watch. Internet and computer. Put those parameters on there. We had a show where we talked about getting your devices set up for with parental controls and with um, software that can protect your kids from going places that could be harmful. All of these things are things we don't think about until something happens, and then we start thinking, oh, I wish I would have done that. I you wanted know? to make this comment. You, you brought it to my mind as you were talking. So many parents like to say a bunch of words to a child and then say, do you understand me? And a child's like, yeah, yeah okay. if you won't keep talking, I'll say yeah. yeah. And they have no idea what you said because they have ADD. They weren't listening. Yeah, they zoned right. out. They went somewhere else in their mind. Mm-hmm. And don't be that parent. Just yeah. because you said it doesn't mean they heard it. And one thing we used to do was say, now, nah. and Debbie did this with me because I was bad about it. What did I say? And I'd have to repeat it back. That works with children, too. Uh Good advice. Good advice. Um, Talk to him about opening the door for strangers. You know, even if it's someone that they know, maybe if it's a family friend, if you don't know they're coming over that day, they really don't need to have the door open to them. Uh, You know, they can they can you can just uh, tell, you know, my my kids are not going to open the door for you unless I know that you're coming and I let them know that you're coming. 
um, they're just not going to do it. So, you know, what do you do about in those situations? Um, Also, tell them not to tell people that they're home alone. You know, that is something they get online. They're talking to people they don't know. They shouldn't be doing that anyway. But before you know it, that place has been pinged. They have their location and they tell them they're home alone. You can see where that can lead. Now, you think that will never happen to me or happen to my child. I hope that it doesn't because it only takes one time. We have got to live with those types of boundaries and parameters as if it could happen and not put fear, but be aware and be cautious. Other things that you might want to do is childproof your home, removing alcohol, prescription medications, tobacco, uh, car keys if you don't want them taken off in the extra car. Weapons should already be put away and locked up. Um, But, you know, for sure, putting those things aside and making sure your children cannot get to them. Uh, If your child has had issues with uh, maybe some over-the-counter drugs or prescription drugs or, you know, you've kind of got a teenager that's been dabbling in some things, um, maybe not leaving them home alone is a good idea, but you've got to still, you've got to start trusting again, uh, but deliver them from temptation. Get those things out of there, even if it's the NyQuil and all those things, get it out of your cabinet, put it in a safe place, lock it up, make sure that all those things that could be harmful to them are locked up and away and out of their hands. You are the parent, and you have the final word. And any bad thing that happens, you're going to feel responsible. Yes. And when it comes to their friends, you have the final word on that. And handle it in an intelligent way that uh, is successful. But you have the final word. If you don't like somebody they're hanging out with, you need to find a way to manage that situation in a positive way so that they don't spend time with that person, those people, that click, that group, right? whatever. Well, we're going to talk more about uh, being home alone and some of our other programs as we continue through the month. We've got water safety coming up and some of the things as we talk about family summer fun. But with it being Father's Day tonight, we do want to have a little bit of fun as well um, as the information that we gave out tonight. So gather the kids, gather the grandkids, uh, sit around the radio or the Internet, however you choose to listen to at home with Debbie Rule. And let's hear a story of the dinosaur train and Father's Day. This episode was made possible in part by ABC Mouse and Kitty Academy. Dinosaur Train! Dinosaur Once train. upon a time there was a mom Her name was Mrs. Tyrannodon Sitting on her nest she heard a scratch and said Oh boy, my eggs are hatching! One by one her kids pop free Baby Tyrannodons, one, two, three I'll name you Tiny, Shiny, and Dawn But Tiny said Wait, there's one more, Mom! Last little baby was a different size, with teeth and a tail and big green eyes. He didn't look anything like the rest. What am I doing in a Tyrannodon nest? But dear old Mrs. Tyrannodon said, Oh, this is your family and I'm your mom. You may be different, but we're all creatures. All dinosaurs have different features. Come on, buddy, we'll take a vacation. I'll get us a ticket at Tyrannodon Station. We'll travel the world in sunshine and rain and meet all the species on the... Dinosaur train! Dinosaur train! Dinosaur train! Dinosaur train!
pteranodon family heading to Central Park for the Father's Day picnic, I see. Yeah! It's becoming a family tradition, Mr. Conductor. Our favorite place to celebrate Father's Day. There's games and races. Ooh, and when the sun goes down, there'll be fireworks. Hey, fireworks! I'll say one thing. You pteranodons sure know how to have a good time. Why don't you join us? I mean, if you don't have any other plans. So we brought plenty of food. There's Arian. And leaf witches and lots of fish. Well, actually, I don't have any plans. And as an omnivore, I enjoy all those foods. Let's go. Perfect Father's Day. My favorite dish, fish, and more fish. Right, here's a present. A shell that looks just like you, Dad. Aww. And I made you a dad doll out of leaves and vines. Oh, wow. It reminds me of your tiny dolls. Yep, he's there, Dad. And I found a stick that sort of reminds me of you, if you squint. <laughs> oh, these are wonderful, kids. Thank you. And for my present, I made up this poem. You ready? Ready. <clears throat> who's the one who grants our wishes, teaches us to dive for fishes? Who's the one who's never mad, the best friend that we've ever had? Cheers us up if we're feeling sad. And understands us if we're mad? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so great, kids. Thank you. <sighs> Well, that was delightful, Pteranodon family. I'd best be getting along now. Thank you. Oh, it was our pleasure, Mr. Conductor. Are you sure you won't stay? No, no thanks, Mrs. P. <laughs> Goodbye. The Conductor looks like something's wrong. Maybe he ate too much fish? I sure did. Well, you know, since it's Father's Day, maybe he's thinking about his own dad. Dad? We've never met him. Where is he? We don't really know, kids. Just that he was a famous explorer who got lost a long time ago while exploring. Wow. Really? Happy Father's Day. Uh, mother! You hardly ever visit. Oh, well, that's not true, Mother. I come for dinner every Tuesday. Well, that's twice this week, then. How come you visit so often? You're a grown-up now. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. There's something on your mind? Well, uh, it's just that, well, I've always wanted to know what really happened to my pops. Well, I told you, Sonny Boy. He was a famous explorer who disappeared long ago and never came back. Well, I know he was a famous explorer who never came back. But no one's ever explained where and how it happened. Well, it's a long, complicated story, and I've never quite known how to explain it. Mother, I am all grown up. I am old enough to know the whole story. All right. Sonny boy, come with me. Exploring equipment. How come all this is hidden away? It just makes me too sad to keep it out because I miss him so much. 
But now that you're old enough, I brought you to see and hear his story in all its glory. Oh, boy, I cannot wait. Oh, tell it, Mom! Tell it! All right, here goes. Let me tell it to you like your father would have wanted to hear it in a song! Never was the bravest Troodon, the smartest that's ever been. Never knew a finer conductor, never saw a toad crawl so clean. His hat was always polished, his eyes were discover what the future was like and that he'd come back as soon as he could. So that's how he got lost. Oh, tell me, Mother, where is he now? No one knows. When his drill train drilled into the future, the tunnel he dug collapsed behind him. No one's heard from him again. So he might still be stuck in the future, beyond the Mesozoic, in a new era? Hmm, I haven't dared to think so, but he could be. <gasps> wow! Wonder what the future's like? Is it hotter or colder there? Are they the same kind of species? Oh, boy! No one knows, Sonny Boy. No one was brave enough to go back into the tunnel he dug to find out. The other conductor said it was too dangerous to tunnel into the future in an experimental drill train. He was, well, he was the bravest Troodon of them all. Mother, I'm so glad to finally know all of this. Thanks, Mom. Oh, may I keep this? Oh, Sonny, I'm sure he'd want you to have it. <gasps> I am gonna take a long walk and think about all of this. Go I'm still digesting here. <laughs> oh, here I come.
my, buddy tiny Mr. Pteranodon. Well, I, I, I'm just a bit. <sighs> well, if you must know, I just found out the truth about my father, Trevor Troodon. He dared to take a mission into the future in his own experimental drill train. Whoa. He drilled into the future? So that's where your dad is? Yes. Well, I, I think so. All I know is that my brave father tunneled into the future, and I believe he became lost there when the tunnel collapsed around him. And no one could follow him. <clears throat> no one until now. I am going to take this newer, safer, more modern drill train and tunnel into the future, find him, and bring him back home to me and mother, his family. Wow, you're really going beyond the Mesozoic era? Yes, indeed he do. But what happens after the Mesozoic? No one knows. Wow, we want to find out what comes after the Mesozoic era and what happened to your dad. We can't miss out on this. Please, please, can we come too? Well, if they're going, then my gosh, I'm going too. You may need some help from another father before this is all over. Oh, we would love to have you, Mr. P. More fathers, the better on this mission. Whoa! Mother? Of course I knew that once I told you, you'd want to drill into the future and find your missing father. That's why I was always afraid to tell you the whole story. I know, Mom. So, I brought you this. It's for good luck. You may need it, and it'll help you recognize him in the future. I'll be here, waiting for the both of you to come home. So long, Sonny Boy. Thanks, Mother, and farewell. Bye. Well, buddy, tiny Mr. Pteranodon, if any drill train can get us safely to the future, this one can. It has been tried and tested. Notice that the tail has a new flange design and tunnel cave-ins. And I'm a pretty good pilot, too, if I do say so myself. It's time, tunnel digger time! All right then, kids. Let's help the conductor any way we can. Yeah, let's give him the greatest Father's Day ever. Woohoo! the drill train! Hi there. I'm Dr. Scott, the paleontologist. Have you ever wanted to find a fossil? Well, this tooth from a prehistoric bison was actually found by kids whose community has a dig that people can come to every year to look for fossils. Hi, we're in Woodburn, Oregon by the high school. And we're looking for fossils. I'm Dave, I'm a science teacher at the high school. This spot here was a pond as the ice age was ending about 13,000 years ago. People from all ages are coming in to help find those bones and those plant remains. Fossils from the end of the Ice Age. A few years ago, we found the partial skeleton of a very large bison. This week so far, we found 210 bones. So this is a 13,000-year-old bone. This kind of animal can fly and has feathers. A bird. Now, what kind of a bird would live in a pond? A duck. A duck. Fossils are awesome! Get outside, 
get into nature and make your own discoveries. Okay, let's get this bad boy started. The plan is simple. We've just got to take this drill train past the Mesozoic to rescue my father who's been trapped there since I was a little baby. So, hang on to your scales and tails, dinosaurs and pterosaurs. We are drilling into the future. somewhere near Troodon Town. But now it's millions of years in the future. <gasps> We're in the Cenozoic Era. The Cenozoic Era? <laughs> Wait, if no one's ever been here, how do you know what it's called? Well, the instruments say so. Look at all the snow. Is it like this all the time in the future? Nope. Sometimes it's warmer, sometimes it's cooler. We've arrived at a cool stretch in the Cenozoic. Wow! I love it! It is cool! <laughs> yeah, Woo. Uh, literally. Actually, it's cold. They should call the Cenozoic era the Ice Era. <laughs> or maybe the Ice Age. Yeah, the Ice Age. I like it. Well, it's one of several Ice Ages in the Cenozoic, apparently, Miss Tiny. <laughs> and it is very icy. The ice here is sometimes a mile deep. Boy, that's icy. Okay, buddy. The sooner we find Mr. Conductor's dad, the sooner we can get warm again. And the sooner Mr. Conductor gets the best Father's Day ever. Yeah, we got this, kids. Phew, <laughs> I can hardly see my hands in front of my face. Oh, I am sure grateful for your company, Buddy Tiny and Mr. P. Sure thing, Mr. Conductor. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> we wouldn't miss it. Well, it's a big deal searching in the icy wastes of a future era for my lost father. We'll find him. I know. How you doing, Tiny? Uh, remember the sweet smell of summer? Look, barely. It's so cold. Dad, how long do we have to keep going? Tiny, I know it's cold, but... Do you remember back in Troodon Town when you gave me this? <laughs> yeah, your dad doll. Yep, and remember Buddy recited that great poem? This has been the best Father's Day I've ever had. You kids gave me this great day, and now's our chance to do the same for the conductor. And that means we keep searching through this ice and snow until we find some answers, and hopefully Trevor Troodon.
strangers. What are you doing out here in the storm? Who... who are you? Oh, my name's Maurice. Uh, I'm a mammut, a member of the Mastodon family. We're fur-covered elephantine mammals. I'm Tiny Pteranodon, and this is my brother, Buddy, and my dad, Dad, and Mr. Conductor. Hello. Boy, are we glad to find some sign of life here. Wow. A huge sign of life. Well, there's actually lots of different kinds of life here in the Cenozoic. Do you mind if we compare features? Not at all. Good. I love your fur. It's beautiful and looks so warm. Yep, we mammoths need this fur to survive in the cold. And how about those huge... are they horns? Well, we call them tusks. Tusks? Cool. What do you use them for? Well, for showing off and sometimes for fighting, but you know what I mostly use them for? What? I'm a browser and grazer, and my teeth are for leaves and other plant foods, which can be difficult to find in all this snow. <laughs> wow, the mammals we know are all pretty tiny, and you're huge. Things definitely change after the Mesozoic. Yeah, the mammals get bigger and the temperature gets colder. Yeah, the Cenozoic era is definitely cooler than the Mesozoic. Dinosaurs is pretty cool. Oh, Tiny, he means cold. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it's definitely colder. Uh, yeah. Well, interesting as this feature check is, kids, uh, we should get back to our mission before we all freeze. What is your mission, Mr. Conductor? Oh, well, <clears throat> we came from the age of dinosaurs to search for my father we think got lost somewhere here in the Cenozoic. Have you seen him? Hmm, uh, this is him, huh? Yes, his name is Trevor Troodon. Uh, yeah, I feel like I've seen something like this creature. Oh, really? Where? Yeah, yeah, he lives in a weird house and sells canned carrion. <laughs> Come on. Drill training? Well, yes, what's left of it. It was years and years ago when I drilled into the future. But then the drill train broke down and the time tunnel collapsed. Oh boy, I thought I was lost here in the Cenozoic forever. Everyone back home thought you were lost forever too, Dad. Boy, am I glad you found me. I have been eating nothing but carrion and crackers for years. 
Rogers. <laughs> well then, you're in luck because we've come to take you home. For Father's Day, we're going back to the Mesozoic. <gasps> the Mesozoic. <laughs> Where I get to see my family and I get to eat something different from canned carrion. Yeehaw! <laughs> for all your help. <laughs> if you hadn't found us... Oh, it was entirely my pleasure. In fact, I can't remember a day when I've had more fun. <laughs> uh, have a wonderful time back in the Mesozoic era. <laughs> Send me a postcard. Bye, Maurice! Thanks! Ah, see what you've done here. The tail has a new fringe designed to prevent tunnel cave-ins. <laughs> Sweet right, son. Oh, thanks, Pop. You know, I had a hand in designing it. Well, what are we waiting for? <laughs> After you. Yo! Please, I'm the elder. Okay, here we go. One, two, three.
Well, we hope you had a wonderful time tonight being with us here as we celebrated Father's Day, learning more about how to help our children be safe at home when they stay at home alone, and also celebrating with the Dinosaur Train and Father's Day. It's always our pleasure being with you every Sunday night, and we thank you for inviting us into your home and giving us an opportunity to spend Sunday evening with you, especially on Father's Day. From our home to yours, I'm Debbie Rule. And I'm Rudy Rule. And we'll see you next week right here on 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com for more of At Home with Debbie Rule as we continue our June series, Summer Family Safety. We hope you have a blessed week. Thank you for joining us today for At Home with Debbie Rule. You can be at home with Debbie Rule every Sunday on Canhill 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com. Follow At Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. See you next week at home with Debbie Rule for more insights on home, family, and relationships.